Hello and welcome to Facts Only, the podcast where we speak only facts. I hope everyone is good. I hope everyone's having a lovely day, as I say, every podcast. Hope you all are enjoying this up and down weather. Sorry, yeah, why is it now windy? It is like the windiest it's ever been. Walked outside, nearly blew away. My dog's gone. Uh, not really. It was like being in a, what's it called? Wizard of Oz, when Dorothy just gets flown away in her house. Yeah, that's the one. That's what's, that's literally what's happening to me. But anyways, we've got another podcast. One of you actually suggested to do this topic, and it's quite a, it's quite an interesting one. I never really thought I'd be, you know, talking about this yet. Uh, I thought I'd get a guest on to talk about this. But you know what? I'm going to give my opinion. As always, it's my opinion. I'm not the Gandhi of life. I don't have all the answers, but I'm just going to give you my insight to this topic, which is toxic masculinity. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's kind of just like based around males and how they act and how there is a toxic way of us males, you know, living life and thinking certain ways of living, which has been brought down by generations of misogyny and unrealistic expectations on women. And, you know, it's just it's just something that we need to talk about. And especially as a 23 year old male, I think it's good to have some boys listen to what I have to say. And maybe they can be told off. Or if they, you know, have an open mind and they are changed and tuned in to the 2019 frequency, they can just live their life and be respectful to women. Now, so uh, the basis of this, uh, I'm going to just start from the beginning of when, you know, when, when I was a child and how I, I've acted. Because I've always, I haven't always, you know, been this kind of enlightened to um, certain topics. Uh, it's taken me a lot of experience and like life events to kind of realise how to behave, how to react, how to, you know, just be a human in, in this generation. Um, I've luckily been able to be brought up with uh, both my parents, but especially my mum and a sister. So I have uh, one sister. And, uh, you know, my mum's very strong women in my life. My mum's uh, doing very, she's very successful, uh, you know, in the teaching world. I'm not going to go too much into that, but my sister's also a teacher as well. So I've seen these, you know, as role models, I've seen two strong women uh, show me kind of how, how to, how it's done from a, you know, from a female's perspective. And uh, my dad's very successful as well. But luckily, I haven't had, you know, an over, uh, over the top kind of masculine father who preaches to me that, you know, you can't show your emotions. Um, and, you know, violence is the answer to, you know, if you if you get in a, an argument with someone, you just got to have a fight and, you know, fighting and stuff, you know, because a lot of people are actually brought up like that. And I, I've as I grew older I noticed you know that if you you probably all have friends uh, or one friend who always gets into fights always loves a bit of you know scrapping on a night out they're always the ones to get kicked out or they're just arguing you know they have a few drinks and then they're suddenly having a fight and it's like oh wow you, you're an angry angry little man aren't you what what's 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 the deeper meaning into your anger is there something going on is that how you learn to express your emotions and feelings and uh, since I was a kid, you know, I've always been, I mean, someone could call it, you know, a little bit of a sissy. But there we go. That's that's all the toxic masculinity going through my mind there. I'm not a sissy if I don't fight. Uh, but I never used to like, you know, well, I never like fighting. I've, I've literally never had a fight in my life. Uh, I've never seen, you know, I'm, I've never seen 
like aggression or fighting a solution it's always it just fuels the fire it's like putting more logs on a fire it's just gonna get bigger and bigger you know speaking and talking is probably the best weapon that you can use obviously there's there's loads of situations where other people don't think like that and you can get into you know an argument and you have to kind of diffuse it but I'm always you know if I can avoid any sort of violence, I will avoid it. But that's going back to uh, toxic masculinity. It's where, you know, males feel like they can't really show their emotions. And the only way that, you know, is the right and okay way to show an emotion is by violence and fighting and showing that you're a real man because you just got to man up and be a manly man, 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 because that's all that matters, doesn't it? Yeah, that's it. Being a man. What does being a man mean as well? Because as you know, as we as the years progress and we you know we society's changing, I think the definition isn't isn't like you know solid. For some people, it is. You know, people are firm believers of passed down generational thinking, and they think you know because my granddad, well, you know, he used to do boxing and that, and uh, you know, it's and then my father now, you know, he does boxing, and then it goes down to the son, and he's just an angry fighter and all. You know, there are people I I cannot no, I can't critique other ways of, uh, you know, people's other way of living and how they react in certain situations. But from a young age, I have never, you know, I've never been into the whole thinking uh, violence is the key. I don't feel also because I've been quite a eccentric, you know, I've lived quite an eccentric life in the way that when I was younger, um, even though I was, you know, passionate about football, I would always play football with the ledge. And, um, you know, I was very much a, a boy's boy. But, um I was always into my like my dancing and my singing because I watched a bit of Billy Elliot one time and I was like, you know what, I can I can go and be this dancer now. I'm gonna start singing. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start dancing. I even tried ballet one time. Believe it or not, I mean, if if you want to talk about masculine, that is it. I didn't end up doing you know going through with it, but I just thought, you know what, I might as well give it a try. You know, there's a couple females there. Yeah, I'm gonna do some pirouettes for them. Um, yeah, it didn't really go well. Ended up spraining my ankle, but that's another story. But yeah, so um, what was always good is like I, I saw my sister from a young age. Again, you know, you see when people, uh, you know, who have a narrow-minded mind, and they're like, "Oh, girls can't play football." Well, as in, like, is that a fact? No, my sister used to like playing football, and um, you know, it was always nice to see. But you could see the difference in kind of opportunities from a young age. This is literally so like 10, 15, no, I'd say 10 years ago. And um, my sister playing football. So I would play for this lo- this local team called Brentford. And I, you know, it was called the Centre of Excellence. It was just males only. Uh, we had all the, you know, we get invited to the actual stadium. We could be the ball boys. See, ball boys, no, you know, no ball girls. Yeah. <laughs> so a bit of a tongue blow, that one. Um, but, you know, we'd get all these opportunities as being a male. And my sister would, it was a completely different branch. She said, she actually played for Brentford, but it was a girls like division and it was completely, they didn't get the same training ground. They didn't get the same, you know, matches. They didn't get the same funding. They didn't get the same kits or anything. So from a young age, I've kind of been aware of the difference in, in the gap between being a male and a female. And uh, also on TV, you, you see, well, it's changed a little bit now. Well, quite a lot, but back in the day on TV, it would just kind of be, you know, the like I always go back to Geordie Shaw because that was kind of like something I used to always watch. But it's just seeing these males, you know, with loads of muscles and they feel like at any time they can get any girl they want. They can treat them like shit. And then they, you know, it's just, you know, it's being a, it's being a strong male and not showing any emotions, which isn't a very good 
a very good uh, you know image to put on on younger boys because they they get that instantly in the head thinking that they can just get any girl um and that's just how it works you know girls are an object instead of a human and i've you know i i can literally put my hands up and say that i have not always you know been this enlightened as i said before uh when you're young you're just very naive and you just feel like you know there's a there's a difference it's like oh you can't play with us because it's not for girls kind of thing that's talking when you you know like a child but i i guarantee a hundred percent like you lot know a load of people that are just you know just typical toxic males and um it's because as you grow up you just kind of want to avoid drama and i i'm only i'm i'm by experience i'm in this position now to be able to say that you know i've i've gone through the experience and the fact is that women do change our life like without girls we us males would be nothing and we've lived in generations of just male dominance and like i for for example i always need like say um you know advice from a female is different to a girl's um advice and it's i mean a girl's no a girl's advice is different to a male's advice so it's always nice having a girl's perspective a girl's opinion and most of all they're probably always right you know they say your mother's always right and it's probably true i always you you go to your mum for advice because they have the most grounded level of thinking instead of if you put it in a perspective it's like say I went to my dad, I was like, well, he, he's not going to give me this kind of advice. But say most most males would go to their father and be like, oh, this guy's picking on me. What do I do? The dad would be like, oh, you can't have that. You know, teach him a lesson. But then if you go to your mum, they'll be like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, we'll we'll talk it through or just ignore them or, you know, we'll do the sensible thing. And they're, they're females are the ones that are less likely to, you know, give you bad advice hopefully majority of the time I'm, i could be saying this and then suddenly i take some advice and it goes all tits up but oh tits up there you go oh hey <laughs> so i'm still a little bit immature but we're, we're getting there um but one of the main things that i is still to this day and and it it's something that i noticed from a young age is how the stigma of girls getting like shit for doing the same things boys do, but the boys can get away with it. So say for the biggest example for this is say that a boy sleeps, sleeps with loads of girls and then they'd be classed as a lad. But then if a girl sleeps with loads of boys, then she's classed as easy, you know, and, and that's, that's something that happens throughout, no matter where you are in the educational system, you know, or even if you're in work or even if you're, you know, an adult fully, it's just always something that's seen as I don't, I, it's a, just a double standard kind of thing. And um, it's like, you know, females, are. what's the difference between a female wanting to enjoy having a good time with a, a male or a female, but more, in this case, a male. And then what's why, why is it bad if a girl has, you know, loads of sex with loads of boys? It's her life. It's why can the boy do it and be called a lad and the hero? Like, oh, yay. Woo-hoo-y. What a lad you are, mate. You, you're just going to get gonorrhea. <laughs> it's just it's it's crazy because it's we all like as i get older as well as i keep saying i'm I'm acting like i'm 40 odd now but as you get older you realize if you're if you work together with women you will literally become like everything is better when you work together instead of competing so it's not like there's a thing about adults wages like males wages are higher than women's wages and uh, for doing the same job and it's like what do we actually bring that's different to what a female can bring we all do the same you know lessons we all do the same education 
Um, if anything, I think if we work together, get the male and female perspective on things, then together we can just be superpowers. And that's how relationships should work, uh, going on to relationships, is that obviously you see females naturally are, you know, I wouldn't say more emotional, but more in touch with their emotions and they're able to be open and honest. And, you know, if you know, if your girl's upset, you'll know she's upset, crying, etc. Um, but if a male's upset, they kind of keep it in. And in relationships, that can kind of um, that can kind of go wrong, go west, is if a male's not very open and honest with his emotions. And is a fact, if you keep in emotions um, and the only way you know how to do it is kind of like a form of violence or because there's loads of cases where men become, say, abusive because they just the only way they know to express emotions isn't by crying or isn't by talking is by just violence. And that's literally where it goes down to toxic masculinity. And that's I can't imagine what what baffles me is how males can mistreat women if you have a mum or a sister or in fact even friends with females, how you can disrespect females in the way that either you're violent or abusive and then you know look your mum in the eyes kind of thing. Uh, that's just beyond me but but some people just suddenly have this thing in their brain where they feel like they're the alpha males and we're still in primitive times back in the time where you know we were old cavemen Uh, (laughs) you know that's the only time that was probably allowed back in the day because they had no law system but nowadays males just you know act like we're just all crazy and and it's scary what well, you're seeing the Me Too movement uh, and everyone's getting, you know, exposed for that kind of stuff. And it's good, but it's just how long it takes to suddenly come out of the works. And um, but going on to the showing emotions, it's going on a softer side uh, to, you know, to also big up males as well. I'm not just going to do this whole video because I am also a male. It's also been very hard as a as a boy, as a male to um to show your emotions because we have been kind of taught over the years that, you know, um, it is, it is a, a sign of weakness. Because uh, most, what I've, what I've really liked about female you know, like friendships and relationships, uh, you know, you see you lot have like, you really look after each other. And that's what's really good about you, you girls. You have like slumber parties, I'm saying slumber parties, but you know what I mean? You go out for like lunch, you go out for dinners, you go, you have nights in and you all look after each other. You, you literally talk, you can cry together, you can let all your emotions out. And that's what us boys are literally lacking. Uh, we don't, you know, we don't go around to each other's houses and, and cry on each other's shoulders. Not that, you know, that would be the most ideal situation because I don't know, maybe it would be. Maybe if us boys literally one once a week had a little cry and opened up. That's what true, you know, true friendship is about. But I've always really liked how girls stick together and, you know, they can say what they want together. They can, you know, look after each other and and together that makes women stronger. If anything, us males don't really talk to each other and, and be honest. And the reason and then after us not being honest to each other, it just builds up a lot of tension inside of us. And I feel like that that always comes out when people have a drink or, you know, it just gets too much. And, you know, in heightened stress situations, we just tend to just burst. And if we, you know, talking and that's why most people, you know, males go to therapy instead of talking to their friends and stuff because they're embarrassed. to. They'd rather be in a closed room with someone they don't know and, you know, just vent out instead of talking to people that they know and love. 
and getting actual genuine advice. And I can speak for myself about that, you know, for years and years, even to this day, I still don't talk to talk about my emotions as well as I would be. I mean, I should be. And um, I've had stuff in the past where, you know, like I've felt upset in with a certain situation with a girl and I've never just held it in and held it in, didn't tell anyone, you know, and it just over the years, it just builds up and builds up and it bursts. And then you suddenly like, and it just becomes overwhelming because I, I know as a fact, males do cry and but it's just it's all in silence. And this is where, you know, male suicide rates is through the roof. I think it's actually more than females uh I, I don't take me on that but it is very high and that is just shows the lack of communication between males um and if you are a boy listening to this please just speak up if you if you know if you're feeling sad if you're feeling angry it's better to talk and let it all out instead of holding it in or doing uh, you know showing it in a form of violence or you know something that's not going to be beneficial for yourself because if it's not beneficial for yourself then it's just going to cause more problems and with more problems comes more anger and you know it just spirals spirals out of control and um there was another thing that i saw i don't know if you lot saw it as well it was online there was a guy who was tortured well like uh yeah it was, i think he was tortured by his girlfriend and he didn't have he didn't pluck up the well i'm not saying he didn't pluck up the courage he was just so scared and so you know he he'd been brought up with thinking that you know showing weakness is a, is is a bad thing and he literally, the police came round to the house and they saw he had bruises and he even covered up for the girlfriend. He was like, no, it was, you know, I, I fell or something like that. And, um, and it's just, it's okay not to be okay if you're listening to this and you're a male, also female. But um, I've told, I, I, it's for the males as well out there, you know, this isn't a bashing video. It's not going, you know, males are bad. All males are bad. You know, everyone's, you know, shitty and uh, we've got to work on something. It's just... Us males can, even if you feel like right now you're not doing a good job at being a male and you may show some signs of being a bit toxic, you still, like, tomorrow is a new day. You can start again fresh. It's it's not something that, you know, you should be scared about. It's, it's also admitting the first, like, sh- true sign of you, like, progressing is admitting your mistakes and then learning from them and then growing into a better, you know, person and a better role model for other other males as well just so you don't end up because our generations like you know how it's how it's been is generations literally bef- two I say like three generations two generations before us were just complete sexist generations you know um it was just it was just passed down and that dad figures then pass it down to their sons and they pass it down to their sons and it just happens and happens but you have to be the first in your family if you notice that your dad may be a toxic man or you know you have a brother who's who's toxic or exact you know not exactly the best role model you you can be that first one to break the the cycle of of that and um you know I, i've noticed certain traits in my family that i you know i, I want to be the first one to kind of take a step forward instead of a step backwards because we are in now a new generation we are the generation that can bring change and if i can do that i'm entirely entirely happy to do so uh, but it's you know it's, it's a very interesting it's, it's an interesting topic because hopefully if we can over the years you know you see how your females are getting more prominent roles in films uh, becoming directors um, getting nominated for awards uh, establishing, you know, just just getting more of their footprint heard and seen, instead of it just being male dominated, and it's very good. It's it's enlightening to see, uh, as as 
as I keep saying, as you get older, it's just very refreshing because it's a nice perspective. And there's been times where I've literally been on my knees needing kind of, you know, some help. And it's always a female that's just giving me that comfort. You know, you give a you give a girl a house and she'll make it a home kind of thing. And, um, you know, it's always oh, at the end of the day, you know, if, there, if there's anger built up or if there's emotions built up as a male, it always comes down to a female just diffusing the situation like a, a nice hug from a girl just just calms it all, no matter what it is, you know. And uh, and the comforting softness that a girl gives you is just, you know, out of this world. You can't really get it. Um, but, yeah, so just moving on from this, uh, you know, it's not shameful if you're an emotional male. It's not shameful if you're, you know, you feel like you've got so many strong emotions or even if you admitting that you like a girl isn't, you know, I, there's a thing where... Boys don't like to say to their friends like they they fancy someone like, or like someone. They're like, nah, mate, honestly, she's just, you know, it's just a girl I'm shagging, like that kind of conversation. And it's like, you should just be honest. If you do like a girl and you do, or if you do love a girl, just bloody say it. We've got one life. Why are we trying to impress friends? Why are we trying to say, oh, you know, it was just a shag, was it? Like, just be honest with your, being, be honest with your true self. It's the best, you'll just be happier. It's the best thing you can do, just being honest with your true self. And uh, so if you like someone, just be honest. Don't don't fight your emotions because when you fight your emotions, you end up building it up and you end up just being some some toxic ball of anger. A toxic ball of anger. Quote by Adam, that's what you'll become, boys. A toxic ball of anger. But the way forward and the solution, I think, is just to work together. Also compliment your female friends. Like You see how... Um, instantly people assume so I, I don't know if any of you girls have prefer to hang out with males and then people are like oh are you dating oh are you seeing each other oh are you banging uh the girls get that a lot i've heard and um you know it, just because you hang out with a girl doesn't mean they're dating or having sex that's the thing like we can work together it's like uh whenever i get a female on the on the channel it's like oh are they dating or they or no it's friends like even girls can be part of the the toxic masculinity by feeding into that kind of gossip and drama. Not everything's gossip or drama. If I'm hanging out with a girl, it doesn't mean that I'm, I'm dating them or anything like that. You know, uh, it, it can be a, a nice friendship and f like a foundation of solidarity. And we're all together working, you know, trying to trying to become better people and, you know, just working, complimenting each other. So if you guys, I'm going to give you a little tip or a little advice or a little challenge for you compliment your female friends you know on that not on their looks but on their accomplishments don't just say oh you're attractive say you're you're succeeding in this well done if they've got a business say well like support that business support your friends businesses you know just work together togetherness is is the future hopefully well you know you can't really change most people and also most people don't like being told that they're living their life wrong i've noticed the thing with these podcasts is i'm not trying to you know trying to get instant change people who want to change will change that's the thing and i'm trying to change myself and i want to change you know i want to grow i want to learn i want to progress because what is life if you don't, if you're staying stagnant and you're just one person and one mentality, you're just living a very dull life. Um, so that's the whole thing: Pr promoting positivity, trying to figure out you know old toxic traits that you had, learning from them. Don't beat yourself up if you had any you know hiccups or mistakes back in the day. Just you know grow and learn from them. You're like we're all human here. We make mistakes. It's not no one's perfect. No one can be the perfect person. But it's whether you know you pick up on different things that you do and how you you know perceive different situations and stuff uh, 
And that's what I'm doing at the moment currently, just trying to better myself, as you can probably tell, because I do waffle on a lot on these podcasts. But they're going very well. Again, you know, we are boys, we aren't anything without women. That's a fact. And I only speak facts on this podcast. <laughs> but I hope you are enjoying these. Uh, I think the season one is actually ending. Uh, I don't know when. I don't, I don't know if this will be the last one, but there'll be only a couple left uh, for season one. Don't worry. Uh, this could be the last one of season one, but I'm going to get guests on now because I can't wait to just sit, sit down and talk to people. I think I've done enough. I've done 12 episodes of just me talking, you lot getting to know the new me, uh, ooh, new year, new me, and the new me, my new perspective, you know, uh, just about me. And then now it's time to get other people's opinions, perspectives, stories, like life events, everything. There's so much more I can do on this podcast, and I'm very excited. Thank you all for the support, continuous support all the time, literally getting DMs. I love DMs from you lot, like seeing how you lot have been listening to the podcast or whether it's helped you or if you have any advice, etc. what guests. It's just been amazing. Uh, again, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, can you please leave a review? It would be amazing. Uh, I love reading through them. Uh, there's loads of five stars on there. So thank you. So kind of you all. I love you all. And also on YouTube, if you're watching this, hello, uh, please give this video a like and comment down below if you don't want to leave a review on the Apple Podcast. Comment down below and I'll be going through the comments and just replying to you lot. I love communicating with you lot because that's so important. You lot got me to where I am today, so I, I can only just give back to you lot by interacting and, you know, talking to you lot. But anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you have a good evening or good day or good week and a good year. And I love you all and I will see you in the next podcast. Peace out. <laughs>